All right, welcome to the Final Percent Podcast, and uh, you can watch this on YouTube if you're on YouTube right now. Hi, my name's Greg. Um, we are bringing this back. I just got off of a national tour, um, hit a bunch of cities in a few uh, days, here, here, or in a few weeks. Um, here's the thing, just a, a caveat. We are not going for perfection here. Um, because my voice is going, I'm probably going to cough into the microphone. I'm going to try to bring it down. <coughs> and so I'm not coughing in your ear, um, for whatever, I, maybe it's cause I was talking so much. I'm doing all this stuff. Um, but my voice is pretty trashed. Um, but we're not going to let this stop the new direction we're taking things. Um, so every Monday at 3:33 is what we have decided our release schedule is going to be on the final percent. Here's the thing. I know that you probably think I'm full of it for saying this um, because I have, I've done podcasts every day. I've done Friday releases. I've done Wednesday releases. I've done Monday releases. So this is our plan and I'm going to be consistent and I'm just going to leave it with, I'm going to show you by example instead of, hey, this time's different. No, 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 no. We're just going to do it on Mondays. And if it doesn't happen on Monday, somebody call me out, hit me up on Instagram, which is just at Greg Kimball and be like, hey, it's 3.33 Mountain Time. Where is the podcast? Um, so we are changing a lot of things in the final percent. I got off of you know working with a, uh, a partner over the last year on retreats, which uh, was a learning experience, um, some good, some bad. And then I went on a tour and got to really surround myself with a, another community and then got to meet a ton of people. You know, I've done a lot of traveling. I've, you know, been to Africa, uh, Kenya very specifically, been to Costa Rica, and I've been to, you know, cities all across the United States really kind of searching for my next step, my next, what I would say, you know, a lot of people have the inflection point. I, I was looking for a focus point. You know, what, what is the next thing that's going to drive me forward? And I was able to gain a lot of clarity. I talk a lot about, you know, go for clarification over validation. I don't, I don't necessarily think I need to sit here and say, hey, I'm valid because of this, 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 and this anymore. Um, certainly at the beginning, I would go on validation rants on, you know, why I'm valid. And it's usually because I felt insecure or something. Um, but it's just not the case anymore. I, I know that I'm making a difference. I know that, you know, the communities that I'm involved in are incredible. I know that I, I literally have the best people that I've ever had in my life right now. And I, I want to honor that and cherish that by, you know, they say, you want to go fast, go by yourself. You want to go far, go with the team. I think I have the best team that I've ever had. I think I have the best people in my life that I've ever had. And so we're going to see what we can accomplish. Um, we're getting ready to launch, and we're probably going to be launching both of the companies, at least so that you know what they are. Uh, December 17th, they're going to run alongside and with and in tandem and augment uh, the final percent, and it's something that people have been asking me for for a very long time. So these two companies are going to be fantastic. I'm very excited. We we spent uh, it's 2:25 on Monday, and to be very clear, Monday the 28th, um, we started the meeting at 9:33, and we're just getting out of that meeting. Um, we have the best 
most clear path forward that I have ever seen. I am so excited for 2023. One of the things that I'm, I'm trying to tell people right now is a lot of people go, oh, well, you know, Greg, it must be nice. Oh, you speak on stage or you have a house or you, your wife and, you know, kid, all the, all the stuff. But the thing is, is people think that this is my building. People think that this is, you know, what I've been striving for. No, it's, that's a byproduct of who I am. From the final percent standpoint, you are not looking at a building. You are not looking at something that I've built. You are merely looking at a hole in the ground because I haven't even laid my foundation yet. My foundation is going to get laid in 2023. And I'm telling you, I have a decade-long plan on what I'm trying to get accomplished. I, don't, I, I think that that's where people are messing up. They don't know how to dream. They know how to dream really big, but they don't dream long enough. They don't stay consistent long enough. They don't put in the work day in and day out through the mountains and the valleys long enough to traverse this incredible thing called life. And so if you think that the, that the TFP brand has it figured out, no, 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 we were in the explore mode. We were, we were literally just digging the hole so that we can pour our foundation. And remember, the bigger the building, the deeper the hole. And so we were digging for a long time to identify what is the path forward, what is needed and necessary, what is lacking, what is a pain point that we want to solve, where do we think that we can be effective, and we can make a real difference. I think that I have identified so many of those points over this last year, this sabbatical that I basically took. And I want to identify just a couple things. You have to be very aware of labels that people put on you. I had a conversation I had a conversation where I was working with someone and they asked me, they said, hey, Greg, I want to have a 10% conversation. And I said, well, what's a 10% conversation? And, and, and they gave me an interesting point of view, which I, I'm actually going to use this. I really like this exercise. And I said, I said, okay, what's a 10% conversation? He said, you know, there's, there's 90% of things of what is going on between us that we'll talk about, but there's 10% that you're not willing to tell me. There's 10% that you're going to go home and tell your wife about, and if you don't tell me about the 10%, I'm never actually going to get better. And I went, wow, that's a really interesting point of view. I'd never heard this before. And so we got into an incredible dialogue on what was, you know, transpiring and maybe potentially creating friction. And, and, you got to identify when you're working with somebody, are you creating friction or are you polishing? Because polish, just to be very clear, does create a certain amount of friction, but it tends to smooth. Sandpaper, polish, uh, you know, tarnished silver. It, it's a little abrasive, but at the end of the day, it does come out nicer. But the thing is, is are we just creating friction because we're not aligned or is this really polishing? Is it the the iron sharpens iron kind of thing. And so I, I explained, you know, some of the things that I needed to have changed for us to move forward. And I found it very interesting. And if you're on Instagram, if you're on Instagram uh, or YouTube, I'll, I'll put a clip of this on Instagram just so that people understand what I'm talking about. But if you want to watch the, the full thing, go on YouTube. But here, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to show you something. 
because this person said that this thing was the biggest thing that they, their words exactly were, it pisses me off every time I see it. I went, what are you talking about? I'm going to show you what it is. Are you guys ready? That tattoo. (laughs) That tattoo is the 10%. And I went, wow, you got to explain this to me. You got to explain this to me. And they said, well, it says G and you are the center of your universe. And it's always the Greg show and this, that, or the other. And every time I see your tattoo, it pisses me off. And I went, wow, this is interesting. So backstory on my tattoo. Um, I told my brother who did my tattoo when I was 18. I said, hey, uh, I really like the Green Lantern because if you know anything about the Green Lantern, he wears a green ring and it's sheer willpower of what he wants to get accomplished. Sheer willpower. I love the Green Lantern. And yes, I'm a nerd. I like Star Wars. I like cartoons. But the Green Lantern is, is particularly cool because the, the ring is sheer willpower. And you have to have willpower to be able to wield the ring and be able to create this superpower that gets bestowed upon you through sheer willpower. And so it's always because I call myself a perseverance expert because I've had to endure a lot of things. And so willpower is very core to my nature. I will outwill anyone in the room because I will keep going. I just don't quit. Um, And then my other favorite one, just like every little boy, uh, I love Superman. I mean, Superman is cool. I've watched all the movies. I've had the posters. I've had, you know, little figurines. I'm surprised there's not one really close to me. Um, But I, even my first mentor, his name is Ralph Patlin, gave me a little Superman action figure. Um, cause he said, man, you're, you, you are Superman to this studio. You are helping us out so much. And I know that you love Superman. And it was one of the old, uh, figurines. Um, I actually, I think I still have it right outside on my bookcase. Um, and so I love Superman. So I was like, man, I would, I would love to be able to smash Green Lantern and Superman together. Well, the G actually doesn't stand for Greg. I, I foolishly thought that I needed to, sorry, uh, my nephew just came in. All right, we're splicing back in. Um, I'm not going to lie. My, my nephew kind of surprised me with food. And uh, while I'm here, it was smelling way too good. And I haven't eaten yet. And I was just like, you know what? Maybe this was God's way of saying, hey, I put this you know, on your nephew's heart to make sure he put food in front of your face so that you're more nourished to give better ideas. So anyway, I, uh, I just, I stopped for a second. I grabbed a a quick bite. Um, but what I was talking about was, you know, I found it very interesting because how many times did this affect our relationship? And I had no idea. He's so mad about my, my tattoo or me thinking that I'm the center of the the world, my own world. Like I guess to some extent we're all we're all the center of our own world because you know it's a little bit of the like you got to put your mask on first so that you can help other people. Um, but you know I really do try to help people. Anybody with a a speaking career, a singing career, 
someone with ideas and concepts, you know, it, it may seem like that sometimes. So, you know, but it, moral of the story, it got me thinking, I'm like, man, I, I, I was so wrong by all of the things. Cause my 10% of the conversation was very much more business. Hey, this was said it was going to get done. It didn't do. Hey, this decision was made. Hey, this is what's going on. Hey, this is this. And I, you know, I just wanted to make us better, but I didn't realize there was like just a bunch of judgment that was derailing our relationship and preconceived notions that I didn't realize. And so two things here. Number one, go back to the spilled milk philosophy. Why does it mean so much? Why does it mean so much? Why was he so mad at my tattoo? Uh, and it's something that I'm actually like, I wish I had never done and I'm, I don't really like. And so it's just funny, like I'm over here going, oh God, I hate my tattoo. And he's over here going, oh yeah, I hate your tattoo, but for completely different reasons. And it just goes to show you that we really need to give people grace because we don't know what they're going through or what they think. Going back to, I'm not what I think I am. I'm not what you think I am. I am usually what you think what I, sorry, I am what you think that I think I am. Wait, I am, we'll get this, we'll get this. I'm not who I think I am. I'm not who you think I am. I am who I think you think I am. I say that all the time and I swear, I mess it up on a regular basis because this is a little confusing. We tend to be the people that we think other people think that we are. And you got to just get into the genuine, authentic version of you and when I realized that there was these preconceived notions and this lens and layer of judgment over who I was based on a decision that I had made more than 18 years ago and something that I actually wished I hadn't done um, was an interesting wake-up call for me because I want to be able to operate in a space where if people ever actually have a concern, they can just ask me, hey, you, your your tattoo seems kind of conceited. Can you help me understand, you know, why you got Super Greg on the side of you? And I'm like, it's not Super Greg. But, you know, outside looking in, remember, other people's perception is their reality. Their perception of you is their reality. Uh, so we've got to be really careful of these things. So if you've got a problem with something, you know, ask it, clear it up, get clear, don't make it valid. Oh, well, it was valid that I hated your tattoo because of this, 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 and this. It's valid that I didn't like my tattoo because of this, 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 and this. Neither one of us are correct because we're literally speaking two different languages. And so we have got to pay more attention to getting and gaining clarity in all of our relationships and get clear as fast as possible. Usually, man, if there's smoke, there's fire. And when things start smoking, you know, either run away or try to put out the fire. And, you know, before it becomes this thing that wants to burn down a forest, um, a lot of people say, don't throw the baby out with the, the bath water. Um, but the big thing is, is I, I, I love what Tony Robbins says. He says, I want to identify the monster as tiny as possible. I do not want to start fighting the monster when it is destroying the city. And I've always found that very powerful because a lot of people will let the small things go, but the small things kind of turn into the big things. 
And it goes back to the integrity. You know, will who are you when no one's looking? Who are you when you think no one's watching? Do you wash your hands? Do you wash your hands when no one else is in the bathroom? Or do you only wash your hands when someone else is in the bathroom and you don't want to be judged? So judgment is a very interesting, an interesting thing. And so, you know, be careful with it because oftentimes we are so very wrong when we judge people based on superficial information. Uh, so I, I, I want you to identify data and remember feelings aren't always facts. So, I mean, you know, this person felt something about this and it was just factually not true. Um, but data behavior, uh, you know, financial strategies, deployment, understanding, you know, what's going on is, is a telltale sign and you got to pay attention to the data Remember, facts tell, stories sell. So when you need facts and you get a story, just, you know, make sure that story can be can be uh, corroborated with some facts. Um, but yeah, I just found that very interesting. And I was like, I wonder how many other people hate my tattoo or think that I'm just this conceited, narcissistic asshole. Um, if you think I'm one, uh, please just, you know, hit me up. Because I, I don't think I am, and I would like a chance to go deep on our relationship instead of have something that is just not true, at least in my world, um, control the outcome of what's possible in our relationship. And, you know, before you draw conclusions with, you know, oh, this person drives this car, so they're this, it's like the don't judge a book by its cover, um, you know, do do the same. As you walk through life, you want to be able to build long relationships. You want to be able to build stable relationships. And you want to keep drama out of it. You want to keep the stability intact. And that's why, you know, I love the the thing I talk about in a lot of my speeches of sight and stability are, are really all you need in any relationship or business. You want to know where you're going. And you want to be able to make decisions from stable ground. Um, I love what Brian Bogert says. He says, a strong spine, but a soft place to land. Um, a lot of people have a strong spine and then a strong place to land. That's not fun. And then a lot of people have a soft spine, but a strong place to land. So once you break through their armor, they're just mush. Um, and if you, if you don't know about Brian Bogart, or Br- Bogert, please go follow him. He is a very dear friend of mine and an absolute master at taking out the trash of your life that you tend to accumulate. Um, so please, uh, huge shout out for him. I co-signed for him all day. I love that man. Um, he's spoken at my last two retreats and quite frankly, he's one of my very favorite speakers. Um, so please connect with him, connect. Good people need to connect with good people. So, um, but yeah, I just, I wanted to, you know, tell this little anecdote because it just got me thinking how many relationships have I ruined? Because, you know, I do the same thing. Oh, well, this this person, you know, has this, that, or the other. They, they wear nothing but Louis Vuitton, or they wear nothing but Gucci. Oh, they must be this. Or it's kind of the, oh, this person drives a big truck, so they must be compensating. You know, we've all done it. And I just realized, you know, man, I, I, need, I need to get better about doing that because I'm probably cons- compromising where I can go with relationships when I draw those superficial conclusions. Now, a lot of people, you know, I'm just going to, you got to play a little bit of devil's advocate here because 
I'm talking very specifically about the superficial nature of things, what someone drives, a tattoo someone has, um, you know, whether or not they went to prison, uh, beliefs, religious things, this, that, you draw all these conclusions and you want to throw people away, but you never really get to know people. And I think that it's very important to, to do that. However, then you have this inverse thing that happens because you say, oh, well, I don't want to judge this and I don't want to this. You tend to then do the same things when, when you won't do anything on the superficial side. You're like, okay, well, I'm not going to do anything on any side. So then the facts start painting a story. The facts start painting a very clear road on what's going on. And then you're like, oh, well, that's, that's fine. You know, I don't, I, I don't, I don't need all the answers. Oh, I don't need that. I don't need this. Um, and so you will give people a little too much latitude before, before you finally, it turns into the nuclear bomb or it turns into the fire that burns things down. Because when all the data was pointing in a very specific direction, you never asked questions. You never got clear. You just made them valid in your life. So you just looked the other way. And at some point, the chickens come home to roost. At some point, things change, and they change very quickly. So um, be careful and, you know, spend some time with yourself and, and do that. And the reason why, again, all of my podcasts are exactly that. I am just talking to you guys about things that I go through. And I think that people judging... And being judged are developing relationships that realistically don't exist, you know, and, and what, what does that mean? You know, I'm, I was being judged by a tattoo, which altered the decision of all this great business that I could have done with this person. And I didn't even know that that was a problem. I didn't even know that that was a thing. I didn't even know that that was part of the 10% that he would never tell me. So it was an interesting conversation. Um, and so we need to keep our judgment in check. And when the judgment starts showing up, that was gross. I'm sorry. I told you guys, give me a little bit of grace. My, my voice is going, I've been talking uh, a little too much, but, uh, these are just things on my heart. And if this sounds rambly, it, it, well, it might be because it is. Um, but when the, the facts start presenting themselves and you start going into validation and not seeking clarification, um, ask yourself, would you want your son or daughter to behave like you did in this? So for instance, let's say they had a similar situation with the similar facts and they came to you for advice. Would you give them the advice that you are actively doing? And I think that's that's you know where I want to kind of wrap things up right now because Honestly, would you give people the it, or your your loved ones the advice that you take? Why? Because you you desperately want something to be true, or you want something to work out, or you want something to happen. Um, or would you be like, no, you need to get a lawyer involved, or you need to go confront this, or you need to ask the hard questions, or you need to have a conversation? Um, because quite frankly, you know, and I'm just going to be really transparent. I'm I had so much fun with this particular person and we did some incredible things. I thought it was going to be an incredibly long-term relationship. 
I just had no idea for the longest time that my tattoo was a huge problem. And then they were making very specific judgments and hedging their bets and changing the nature of our relationship and the trajectory of our our relationship because they told themselves a story and then it became true in their head. And then I was the center of my universe. And I, you know, in this conversation, they, they said, you know, Jesus needs to be at the center of your um, relationship and you're too selfish and, and, and you need to actually have a conversation out loud with Jesus. I'll have it. I'll have it right now. Check this out. I'm going to take the, the, the thing. Literally every single one of these on the top of here is a Bible with different marks, uh, bookmarks, because I didn't just want to, and I'll have it out loud. I, I am a Christian. I believe in Jesus. I love Jesus. I go to church every Sunday and I listen to probably more worship music than I do secular music. But Because I didn't say it out loud, you know, maybe some people don't think that I am a Christian. Here. I'll just tell you guys right now, I'm a Christian. Um, But again, all of these things got put into this 10% conversation and I just realized, wow, maybe there's a reason people don't talk about the 10% because none of what you thought was true. None of it. And so, you know, when you go the final percent with people, do it for clarity. Don't, Don't do it for animosity or to press people or to big boy people do it to understand uh, one of the things I've said on my podcast for you know few years now is seek insight not agreement and first seek you know why did someone do something and and gain clarity on what's going on and you know it these few things changed the entire trajectory of what I could have accomplished with this person all based on speculative thought and things that literally weren't true. And I just, you know, I know I'm guilty of it. I've done it in my past. You know, to some extent, I think we're all kind of doing it because we have these like hedging bets and judging uh, other people. But I was just realizing, you know, how wrong am I on probably a constant basis? And, you know, it, it helped me put myself in check because, you know, it absolutely still shows up in my life. And I love getting better. I'm committed to getting better. And, you know, I'm, I'm interested to see, you know, what is possible if we really double down on that idea of seeking insight instead of agreement. Um, when you go the final percent with people, this is the deep, not wide thing. Um, you got to ask yourself, you know, why are you saying certain things? You know, I recently, I recently had somebody sit me down. Uh, this was in Phoenix. Uh, took me out to dinner, and uh, and this will be my last little rant thing. You know, I haven't been on for a while, so you guys got to get the business. Um, they sat me down. They said, "Hey, uh, I don't, I don't really like your speaking. I don't like the final percent. I don't agree with the final percent. I've never agreed with the final percent." And my only response to that was, what are you trying to get accomplished right now? Because you could have just not taken me out to dinner and not told me you hate my company. Um, are you gaining clarity? Do you want more understanding on my concepts and why I am you know, doing certain things on why I believe certain things I do? Do you want insight or do you just want to crap on me for a little bit and then leave? I just... 
So one of the things that I would invite you guys to do is ask people when they're having the conversation, when when you feel them either getting very serious or intense and they're trying to go deep with you, ask this question, just like what I said. What are you trying to accomplish with telling me this information? Are you are you telling me a fundamental flaw you really you you think it's not good or I need to get better? Is there constructive criticism where there's areas where you think that I can uh, get better or specific instances or do you do you just not do you just not like me? Because <laughs> um, if you don't like somebody, just you know be like, hey, like I I've been telling people this for a while. Just tell people, hey, you're not my speed. Because if Anybody who tries to speed you up too much or slow you down too much or is on a different road th- than you, you know, you can you can still be going to the same de- des- destination, but you might be in different vehicles. One might be on a highway, mon- one might be on an interstate, one might be taking a plane. Um, but you got to ask yourself, what are you trying to accomplish with this piece of communication? And let's take it a step further. Before you go deep with somebody, ask yourself, if I say what I'm about to say right now, what am I trying to get accomplished? You know, there's 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 a lot of there's a lot of times where, you know, I absolutely love my wife, but I don't agree with what's being said or going on or this, that, and the other. And, you know, I got a little bit of a mouthpiece on me. And I'm getting ready to say something to her. And then I just ask myself. What am I trying to get accomplished with what I'm about to say? Because remember, I'm a little brother, so sometimes, you know, I'll zing it back at somebody. And it's it's literally, I'm not going to say it's almost never worth it. It's never worth it when I have to ask myself that question. If I have to ask myself that question, I should probably be quiet. Because putting someone in their place, now just to be clear, I never put my wife in, the, in in her place because trust me, if anyone needs help in that department, she helps me get put in my place because, you know, she she is like the ultimate focus for me. Um, but I, I can't tell you how many times I was getting ready to take it there. I was going to go to a hundred. And then I'd ask myself, you know, what, what am I, what am I, what am I trying to get accomplished? What am I trying to do with this information? And if you ever have to ask that question to yourself, usually there's pain involved. And the pain is going to come from one of two areas. Number one is going to be the pain is they were that unaware and they needed the information and it's going to be a hard change. Or you 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 are trying to hurt them. You are using your words as fists. And that's why I just asked this. I say, you know, why why did you need to tell me this? Like, what are we what are you trying to get accomplished? They couldn't give me an answer. And that's when I knew it was just to hurt me. They were mad. They wanted to hurt me. I love my brand. I love what it means. I love what it has done to change my life, other people's lives. And I'm very excited for the path that we're going and I'm not going to deviate. Is it going to be for everyone? No. And that's okay. So anyway, I know that this was ranty and rambly, but I just felt the need to help people understand that, you know, judgment's very real. And to watch your words, watch your judgment, because we do this all the time. And because I'm a little brother, I know what it's like to try to 
hurt people with words. And that's why so many times I'm just like, I'm just going to be quiet. Because it's, it kind of goes back to the, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. So that's my piece today, guys. I know it's a little contemplative. It's very deeply personal. But I just wanted to you know, be, be vulnerable for a second and help you guys understand where I'm actually at and things I've been going through because, you know, I've been on the road for, you know, two months straight and, and we've been doing a lot of things. And I just think that it's important. These lessons that I'm learning and I'm getting more clarity on and I'm able to focus and help people with, I wanted to be able to share that with you. So, you know, when someone's saying something to you, ask yourself or just straight up ask them, what are you trying to do with this information? Are you trying to hurt me? Are you trying to make me better? What's going on? Help me understand what are you trying to do with this information? Um, and then when judgment happens, you know, ask yourself, you know, what what's going on with this judgment and how long has it been affecting? It's kind of like the age old story when, you know, the husband's like, oh, this person's this my wife cheating on me my wife's cheating on me my wife's cheating on me and the whole time she's been like working a second job to buy him his dream motorcycle or something and then because he's such a asshole during the whole process that he thinks that she's cheating on him he does enough stuff to where she finally really does leave him because he never got clear on what was going on but if he would have just said hey I think you're cheating on me and I need to know because I'm going crazy right now. You're leaving at all hours. You're doing this. And if she would just say, man, I'm I'm just working an extra job so that I could get you your dream motorcycle that you've always wanted. Boy, that would change everything. So there's a little bit of self-fulfilling prophecy that happens when when we get into these super toxic, dramatic, judgmental states. So give grace where appropriate. Uh... You know, don't tell your don't tell yourself stories. You know, remember facts tell, stories sell. So if the story is changing or you don't necessarily understand what's going on, get to the facts as fast as possible. So uh, that's what I have for you. Sorry about my voice again. I'm losing my voice. I've been talking a bunch. I think I was kind of sick in Phoenix, so I'm getting over something. I feel fine, but um, thank you guys so much. Three thirty three. It is three oh three now. And uh, it is our hope that we have this out by 3.33. So anyway, thank you guys so much. This has been The Final Percent. It's the final percent.